Good morning, everyone. God bless you. Welcome to Church on the Move. I'm so glad that you're here. And uh, I just want to give a shout out to everybody that is a part of Church on the Move. Thank you guys for your faithfulness, your love, uh, the, the, all, the, all the things that you've been doing during this time of, of being uh, apart from uh, uh, us and uh, from each other. And uh, I just commend you. I really do. I really do. And love you, miss you, looking forward to being with you. Uh, for those that are with us today that are not a part of Church on Move, you've maybe even never been a part of Church on Move, you've never experienced one of our services before, uh, I'd love to get to know you. Please let us know something about yourself. Go to our website uh, at cotmtyler.org and on the homepage there's a button that says communication card. Please fill out as much information as you're comfortable with. I'll respond, uh, send you some information about Church on Move, and then pray for you over this next week. And uh, I want to extend an invitation to come and be with us in service. Uh, I'm so glad, I'm so pumped, I'm so excited to be able to bring this message to you today. We've been on a series called Face It. Uh, Jesus, when he was uh, about to go to the cross... He knew that he was going to be facing it in uh, Jerusalem, yet the Bible says he set his face to go to Jerusalem. Uh, instead of drawing back from his challenge, he faced his challenge, and we must do the same. If we don't face our challenges, then we get defeated by our, our challenges. And so today, I've entitled today's message, Danger in the difficulty. So what I want to do today is I want to, I want to talk to you about the importance of staying engaged, uh, staying connected, pressing into God, pressing into God's people, pressing into the Word of God and the Spirit of God. Uh, and so uh, I, I've seen this over the years that many, many times what happens uh, during a time of, of difficulty that people will disengage and they will uh, isolate themselves. And uh, in essence, they self-quarantine themselves. And they get away from people. And, and really, I'm going to tell you, that's the time when we need to press in. And we really need to, we need to hear from God. We need to get what God has for us. So we can do it. Uh, yes, we can press in and, and get alone with God. But I'm going to tell you, there's more to it than just with God. God uses his body here on this earth. And his body is called the church. We've been assigned to not do life alone, but to do life and ministry together. And so during this time, especially that we're going through all this, uh, let's make sure that we are doing everything that we possibly can to press in and to uh, experience God's best. There was a a story in uh, in 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 the in the Gospels of when Jesus uh, was approached by a leper, uh, a leper that that uh, uh, that needed and was uh, uh, begging Jesus for healing. Now we need to understand something about leprosy. Leprosy, when somebody had leprosy, they weren't supposed to get close to anybody that didn't have it. A matter of fact, uh, they had their own colony that they lived in, and uh, anytime they uh, got close to anybody without leprosy, they they needed to holler. It was it was law that they were to holler, unclean, unclean, making people aware that they had leprosy. 
and so there was a stigma uh, with leprosy, and and, uh, and and there was it, it was it was treated very very serious in those days, and uh, yet uh, there was a leper that came to Jesus, and I want to pick up this story in Mark chapter one, verse forty through forty two. It says, "Now a leper came to him, came to Jesus, imploring or begging him, kneeling down to him, and saying to him, if you are willing." You make me clean. And Jesus moved with compassion, stretched out his hand, and touched him. And that's interesting. Don't forget that. And said to him, I am willing, be cleansed. And as soon as he had spoken, immediately the leprosy left him, and he was cleansed. There's some thoughts that I want to bring to you today uh, concerning difficulties when we go through them in life. Uh, I've entitled, again, I've entitled it Danger in in Difficulty. Uh, The the thing that I see happening, as I just stated earlier, is that people disengage. They they pull away, they isolate, and I see it all the time. And the first danger when we do that, number one, is a lack of knowledge. When we pull away, we have a tendency to not hear what all God is wanting us to hear and to know all that God wants us to know. In in this case, this leper came to Jesus. He didn't even know if Jesus was willing to heal him. Now, he had heard of all the different things that Jesus was doing, but he didn't know if he was willing to do it for him. Now, I don't think he questioned uh, the ability of Jesus, but he was questioning the willingness of Jesus. And to me, that's a lack of knowledge. And when we pull back and we draw back, we have a tendency to not be able to hear everything that God wants us to hear. And there's a lot of people that I've seen it happen that they continue on with leprosy in their life. Uh, and, and, and that's uh, figuratively, they, they have leprosy in their marriage, in their finances, in their relationships, they'll have leprosy in their physical bodies. Simply because when, when they face some storm in their life, when they face some issue in their life, they pull away. And I've seen this. I, I cannot tell you how many times people will, after they've been away from, uh, from, from church for a while, they'll come back and in a service... God will just radically, radically change, do something in their life. And, and, and they'll tell me, I didn't know how much I missed it until I was here. And, uh, and I understand that we can get with God alone. But uh, uh, let me tell you, uh, our fellowship and our relationship with one another is as, 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 as important uh, to us hearing from God as uh, us being with God every day. We need each other. Uh, we're, we're called the body of Christ. We, uh, a body is connected to each other. We receive uh, nourishment from each other, strength from each other. Just like each part of your body parts receives strength and nourishment from the other body parts. And, and I've seen this so many times. I was, I was talking to somebody just a couple of weeks be- ago because I've made a lot of different calls and sent texts. And, and I was talking to somebody and, and uh, they, they had been out of uh, church for a little bit. And they were facing this huge, this huge uh, decision in their life and, and loved this person. Been with us for a long time. And, 
And they said within the first few minutes of our service being online, the first, ser- the first uh, time that we went online, they said that God had spoken to them and just they knew that they knew that they knew what to do in that decision. And I'm going to tell you something. When, you, when God does something like that, it, it's, a, it's a miraculous thing. It's a supernatural thing. And it's a comforting thing and a strengthening thing. And, uh, and, and, and when we don't have the proper knowledge, we continue to go through life with leprosy, if you will. We continue to go through life lacking what we need that God has the supply to supply us with. And uh, the Bible tells us, and it, it's in Hosea 4, 6, it says, my people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge. And the more knowledge that we can get, the better off we are. See, faith is based on knowledge. So when you have the knowledge of God's word, then you've got faith for whatever you're facing in life. In this case, this leper, he needed to know. He had to know. Jesus, are you willing? And right now, more than ever in your life, whatever you're going through, whatever difficulty you're going through, you need to press in and discover and find out what God has to say concerning your situation. You need the knowledge of God. You need to hear from God because without it, one of the most dangerous things that you, uh, that you face when you're in the middle of difficulty is not knowing. My people perish for a lack of knowledge. And so we need the knowledge of God's word. And so first, that's what we see that happens when, whenever we're facing a danger and we isolate or we get ourselves away from God and the things of God and, and God's people. Secondly, the second danger and difficulty, if we, don't, uh, if we don't watch it, that can happen is a lack of touch. A lack of touch. Jesus was moved with compassion for him and he stretched out his arm and he touched him. That's amazing. When we're being told right now, don't touch each other, don't touch each other, don't touch each other. Uh, once again, I, I, I believe that it's the enemy that has uh, been the instigator of all this uh, COVID-19 and this pandemic that's been uh, happening, that it's not God. And I believe it's, he's trying, the enemy's trying to keep us from, from not only receiving touch, but touching others. And we need we need touch. Now, before you tune me out, please listen to me. I'm not saying let's don't pay attention to the authorities. Let's do what we need to do to, uh, uh, you know, go through this, this cycle until this thing's gone. But we need touch in, 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 in lots of areas. We need touch, a touch spiritually. Yes, we need some physical touch. It's important that we have physical touch. Uh, uh, studies have been done by, with babies that are constantly coddled and touched and, and they just have a tendency of being more healthy than those that aren't. And so touch is vitally important. And so Jesus touched this guy with the leper, or touched this leper, this, this guy that had uh, leprosy. He touched him. Why? Because touching is very, very, very important. We also need relational touch. And, and that can happen in a variety of different ways. 
I'm hoping that I'm relationally touching you right now, that I'm loving you, that I'm sharing truth with you, that I'm making a difference in your, in your life so that, so that you're better off. Guys, we, we just need, we need a touch from God. During our difficult times, during the times when we're going through something, and that's more times than not, we need, we need to get a touch from God. And uh, there's a spirit out there that is trying to keep us from touch. That spirit is called the spirit of fear. And right now, that spirit of fear is loud. That spirit of fear is bold. And that spirit of fear is dominating in our society right now. And we need to understand that faith is greater than fear. Faith is greater than that coronavirus. I, I wrote this down and I just want to give it to you. The difficulty ahead of you is not greater than the force behind you. You and I have Jesus Christ behind us. We can address anything in life. So what, do I, what am I saying? I'm saying this is that whenever you're going through something, you need a touch from God. I remember right after getting born again, getting saved, coming to the things of God. Man, I, I, made, I made mention of this in a, in a most recent uh, message that all kinds of stuff came against me. All kinds of difficulties came against me in my life. And, and man, I was hit. I was hit one thing right after another, right after another, right after another, right after another. And it seems like uh, it's like when it rains, it pours. And I made mention of this in, uh, in a message uh, recently that the enemy is not omnipresent. He can't be in everywhere. And so when he comes and he hits, he, he hits in waves and he'll, he'll just keep pounding away and then he'll move on. And uh, I, I remember during that time, I just, I needed a touch from God. And, uh, and I remember that somebody, it was a friend of mine, a dear friend of mine that uh, was in my small group, just one day, out of the blue, out of, out, of, uh, out of their heart, they said this, God will perfect those things that concern you. And I, I didn't even know where it was in scripture. Now you find it in Psalm 138.8, it says the Lord will perfect that which concerns me. That means God will take the imperfections in our life and he will perfect them. How does he do that? He touches our life. That day, that person that spoke into my life, they were physically present. They didn't touch me physically, but they were physically present. And they spoke something into my life that radically changed the 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 course of my life. I mean, I I mean, I I knew that I knew that I knew that I knew that everything that was going to be all right. That God could take the leprosy of my life and He can He can bring perfection out of it. He's a master at taking beauty out of ashes. And so right now you might think my 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 life is all burned up. All things are going on. All kinds of bad things are going on. Can I tell you you need a touch from God. And I'm believing today that you're getting that touch just like that leper got the touch from Jesus that Jesus is touching you in your situation right now. Whether it be your marriage, your finances, your health or whatever it is, he wants to touch you today. And that's what he does. And that's what happened with this leper. He came near. He came to Jesus. He, he pressed into Jesus. 
so that he could receive a touch from him. The third thing that I want us to look at today in danger and difficulty, if, if we pull away, here's the third danger, is a lack of cleansing. A lack of cleansing. We don't get clean like God wants us to get clean. Uh, what God touches, he cleanses. Now in that day, whenever a leper touched somebody that wasn't, then it made the person that wasn't unclean. But I'm going to tell you, it's different in the things of God, in the kingdom of God. And uh, in Jesus, whenever he touches something, whenever he puts his hands on something, he cleanses it. He perfects those things that concern us. Uh, Psalm 51 verse 10, it says, Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a steadfast spirit within me. With God, the unclean doesn't stay uh, un unclean. And it doesn't affect the clean. The clean affects the unclean and makes it clean. I love that. I was thinking about this. You know, when I first came and got born again, and, and there's a number of you that know my story. I, I was uh, an alcoholic, and I drank. I drank a lot. I didn't, I, and I'm not kidding. I, I did drink a lot, and. Um, and I remember after being born again, I got born again on a Sunday at the invitation of a friend that continued to just invite me, invite me, invite me, kept on praying for me. And I had family members that were saved that were praying for me. And, and then one day uh, at his invitation, I came to church. And it's a church like ours and, and uh, that had a, a heart for God, a heart for people. And, and I remember that day... Um, giving my life to Christ. I had, I don't know, probably a case of beer in me. It was a Sunday evening service. That was back then when we had Sunday morning service, Sunday evening service, Wednesday night service. We had uh, Monday through Friday, five o'clock morning prayer. And then we had Tuesday night prayer. And then we had small groups. We had church all the time. And uh, that Sunday evening, I went to church. And he transformed my life. The Bible calls it being born again. I got born again that day. And uh, I, I was still an alcoholic. I still had my problems. I still cussed. I still, I mean, I, I you know, my heart was changed, but I, my, my soul, I still, I still fought the same way. I still had all the issues that I had. And then five days later, my, my brother and his pastor came from a neighboring city a couple hours away. And when I got home from work, they were there and they had been fasting and praying. And, and when I got there, they told me, they gave me knowledge. They said, listen, you can, you can be delivered. The power of God has the ability to touch your life and transform your life. And, uh, I, and I, so I said, whatever you have for me, Lord, that's what I want. And that day, I bowed my heart before him. In, in surrendering to him. Just like the leper did, the leper came in and fell to the feet of Jesus and recognized without him, I could not be delivered. I could not be cleansed. And that day, I bowed my heart. I bowed my life. I said, Jesus, I want every, every last thing that you have for me. I surrender everything to you. I, I surrender this alcohol I, I surrender everything to you. And that day, that day, God baptized me, got me filled with his Holy Spirit. 
and delivered me from that moment. I remember that day as if it was yesterday or as it was today. And I, I was lifting my hands and I, I just said, God, fill me. And God just flooded me. And it was like a syringe that, that uh, just started from my feet all the way up and out of my mouth. And I could feel that deliverance. God just like delivering me from alcohol. And uh, I began to speak in a heavenly language. And, and then right after that, I went into my refrigerator and pulled out all my beer. And began to pop the lids and pour them in the sink and pour them in the sink and throw in the cans in the trash. When I came home, I had a case or two in my, in my, in my arms. I, I, uh, I, my brother tells me I, I brought two cases in. I, I don't remember. But, uh, but I, I poured them down and grabbed my, my cigarettes and I, I crumbled them up. And threw them in the, in the trash. And, and, and granted, my mind was going crazy. My mind was saying, you can't do without it. You can't do without it. But I knew that my life had been touched by God. Something supernatural that I knew that Jesus was more real, more powerful than, than alcohol. And when I threw them in the trash, I knew from that point on that I would be delivered. That was 33 years ago. And from that point to this point, I have never had a desire to go uh, drink, never had a desire to pick up a cigarette again. And that's the power of God. He cleansed, he cleansed me whenever I surrendered my life to him. When I said, Jesus, I need you. When I approached him, humbly. And that's what we need to do. We need to come to him and, and bow our hearts and bow our lives to him in order to experience all that he has for us. What happens if we're not? If we're not being humble before God, then we are isolating, we, we are distancing God from ourselves. The Bible says that pride is something that God does not approve of and that God does not allow or want in our lives. He resists the proud, but he gives grace to the humble. And today I'm, I'm asking you, what is the Holy Spirit saying to you? Where have you possibly pulled away from God at? Where have you self-quarantined yourself from God? In what area have you done that in? Has it been in your, in your marriage? Has it been in your, in your relationship with your church? In, 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 uh, with other Christians? Has it been in your finances? Has it been in your, in your health? Some of you, you're undisciplined and you, you haven't surrendered that wholeheartedly uh, to God. Where is that? We all have issues, so I'm not pointing fingers at you. I think there's probably areas in every one of our lives that we need to say, Jesus, I've been living with leprosy far too long. And I know you have the answer. And today I'm going to press through. And I'm going to come to you. And for some of you right now, you need to make a phone call to a friend. The Bible says if we'll confess our faults one to another and pray for one another, then we would be healed. That's why small groups for us is is essential. It's not an option. It's not something that we do as a, as a program around here. It's who we are. And you need to press in to uh, somebody that you can trust and somebody that you can confide in that you've been struggling with. Maybe you've been struggling with pornography. 
Something that you've been fighting and it's been hidden and you need to expose it and bring it to the light because what's brought to the light, God can put his hand on and what God puts his hand on, he perfects and he cleanses. And so if that's you, please make sure that you do that. So I'm going to give the invitation today. I'm going to ask you to stay tuned in. Please don't tune out. If you need to humble yourself before God and you need to say, Lord, I'm giving my life to you today, maybe you've never done this before. Would you let us know? There's a place on on the website that you can let us know. There's a place if you're on our online platform that you can let us know. But most importantly, would you just pray this prayer with me? Say, Jesus, say it with me. And if you're in a household with a lot of people and family, would you all say it with me? Say, Jesus, I believe in you. I believe that you died for me, that you were buried, and you rose from the dead. And right now, I ask you to be the Lord of my life. I surrender to you. I humble myself before you. And I ask you to come into my life in every area. In Jesus' name, amen. Please let us know. We'll respond to you. If you'll let us know, let us know on the communication card on our website. Uh, We will respond to you, let you know on your next steps, get some material to you, be praying for you uh, over this next week, and just help you in every way that we possibly can. Thank you, guys. I hope this has made a difference. I hope your life has been uh, impacted by this message. Uh, If it has, please uh, share this. If you go to our Facebook, if you're not on our Facebook page, go to our Facebook page and uh, hit like and share this uh, post, uh, this message, so that others can receive from it. Love you guys. I want to give you opportunity before I close to give. Your giving is vitally important. You're making a difference not only through what we're doing right now, but also the ministries that we support. Thank you for your faithfulness. I love you guys. Uh, you can you can give on our on, on our website at cotmtyler.org, and there's a link there that you can give, and there's it shows you the various ways that you can do that. Love you guys. God bless you. Thank you for letting me to, uh, letting me speak into your life today, and the Lord bless you and keep you and and just uh, impact you in in a mighty powerful way in Jesus name. Amen. <laughs>